As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. I'll just be led by you. I, I, I kind of always feel with a moratorium that it's almost like a, a parliamentary committee and I'm yes. the one <laughs> facing everyone. Oh, so what you're saying uh, is... Uh, and we should have introduced the show, but I feel it's already started. Oh, well, well, you're you... saying that you're <coughs> Matt Hancock. No, I've not said that. This is not the start of the... It's 100% it's the show has started. This is not the start of the moratorium. I haven't even welcomed everyone yet. Well, why don't you do it now? The music hasn't started. It, it did. I, I started it like a couple of minutes ago. In well, fact, you I, started it without my authority. Do you want to start it again? Start it again now and I'll start the episode It's properly. already started. The music starts. We're like two minutes in now. <laughs> no, we're not. Welcome to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth and I hacked travel. <laughs> Past tense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not hacking, I'm not hacking right now. No. I'm sat before the jury. So you, you still see yourself... Welcome at, to the moratorium. You still see yourself at the end of, what, the sixth series of the show? Can I, can I just can I just <laughs> explain to the audience what's going on right now? I feel like I am sat before a parliamentary committee uh, because in front of me is Chris. He's got his glasses on. He never wears his glasses <laughs> uh, when we're out hacking. And he's also sat looking at pre-prepared notes yep. uh, on a MacBook. And I, I've got nothing other than a, than a latte in front of me. OK, Mr I Matt f- Hancock. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I'm in the in the dock. I think you might need to refer back to your notes from. I'll get my MacBook out. Right? Why? Don't know. Look good, wouldn't it? No, because you'll just look at your fantasy football team, <laughs> or, or you start you start doing some train thing. <laughs> I wish you'd done a train thing like before this hack. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a lot of feedback. Okay, good. That's lot, good. A lot of questions. Engagement in life is good. Yes. Yes, the hand gesture was very politician then. <laughs> um, Notice how I've got my, my thumbs. Your thumbs up. Like they do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just don't do that wide-legged stance in front of me, please. <laughs> Genuinely, there is some positivity. Yes. Good. So so may, maybe we start with some some odds and sods around that area before oh, all about the we get into sods. what I think most people will consider the meat of the show. Yeah, great. Um, so here's some hors d'oeuvres. Can I just say thank you, first of all, to everybody? I think that would be a good thing to do. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's too late. They've sent the message. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I'm aware 
I'm aware that we're dealing with a historical event right now. Uh, the hack that we're talking about in this particular moratorium uh, was recorded in the spring of 2023. Here we're sat in 2024. Mm -hmm. What is it? January. And we're different people, Chris. Right. We're, we're older. We're wiser. Mm. So I just wanted to say thank you and acknowledge our Patreons and those that don't patriate. Uh -huh. I would I would share that sentiment in a less enthusiastic manner. Okay. Um, I I, I want to start with a series of three points that was made by listener Andrew, and this was after only listening to the first episode. Okay. So I thought it was quite nice to sort of see where the audience were at, not at the end, but but really early on on in, a journey in, in in the journey. Yes. Uh, starts eager anticipation, followed by bewilderment. Okay. One. What are you hacking? Go to Scotland. Come back from Scotland on a stinking sleeper train. Two, producer Chris in dungarees. I used to admire Chris for his down-to-earth qualities. And a fellow bike rider too. Now metrosexual dungarees. Andrew, yes I am. And three, welcome back anyway. I do sense impending dissension, so I'll listen to part two. <laughs> P.S. Stop pissing Patreon money away. <laughs> so, I, I guess, look, that, that was... I think a general vibe that people w would share after the first episode. How, I think that, how I wrong think, were they? I think that's fair. Um, the first of Andrew's points, I'm not making notes here, but I probably should have done. The first of Andrew's points was excitement uh, because he was pleased that we were back. And that's great. And I once again echo my thanks to everyone for coming back again. Careful. <laughs> um, his second point was, what's Chris doing in dungarees? No, that wasn't his second point. Very, It was. You know, his second point was followed by bewilderment. Yeah, because he was bewildered because you were in dungarees. Oh, right. As was sure my wife. It. I remember her saying the other day, merely the other day, saying, what's your view on men in dungarees? And I said, oh, I'm not, not a fan. She went, yeah, it gives me the ick. And I said, yeah, Chris was in dungarees mm. when we went up to Scotland uh, to, to hack the sleeper train last year. How do you feel about the fact that I now also have a boiler suit? <laughs> what do you, when do you wear that? Uh, I've worn it in two places. Where? In the dance tent at a festival. Okay, that's fine. Walking the dog. Walking the dog? Yeah, I've got a dog now. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Little Daphne. What's it called? Uh, Daphne. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the breed. <laughs> no. Okay. It's Cavalier King Charles. She's three. How have you called a Cavalier King Charles a lady's name? Okay. Do we Do we need to really do this? Carry on. Uh, she's a cavalier queen charlotte That's been <laughs> That's that. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah look look and An andrew i think smelt a rat from episode one i think that's fair if there was a rat to smell if there was a rat to, to smell it was smelt uh, this message is from brian who i think is in the usa this was now sent uh from the middle of episode three mm -hmm. loving the new season great i just got to the middle of ep three and this delightful thing happened that you need to know about. Number one, the scratch card number reveal. Ah. Oh. Two, when you win nothing, Chris says, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not everyone's reaction. <laughs> and number three, immediately off the back of the off. Yeah. An ad break. If you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, give the scratchers from the California lottery. Brilliant. Um, perfection. No notes, Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. So sometimes it is better not to be a patron, but most of the time it's better being a Patreon. Patreon.org. That's not it. 
So Brian was quite happy. The scratch card, I thought, did provide some good narrative to the show. It did, and uh, excitement at times. Have you bought a scratch card since? No. I bought some for Christmas. Uh, there was nine round the table on mm-hmm. Christmas Day. And? Uh, so I spent nine pounds. Yeah. And what was our accumulative winnings from the nine scratch cards? I think, David Dickinson style, you wiped your face clean. Nine pounds. Seven. Ah. Oh. That's all right. My 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 uh, four year old yeah. won a fiver. I don't think she can gamble. No, I I'm going to have to claim that one back. Okay. And uh, father in law won two quid. No one else got a bean. Well, do you know what? You know, there's uh, if you were to pick people around the table to win, I, I'd I'd have gone with them. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Howard and Polly see that as an endorsement. Um, Craig wrote. Craig's a fan of the show. Great. Bear in mind, I want you. To, Craig, you'd hope that before. everyone that listens is a fan of the show. Yeah, but Craig, Craig has bothered to message in the past, so you would see definitely is a fan of the show. Okay. Just wanted to say how much I loved the latest series of Travel Hacker. Thank you, Craig. Entertaining from start to finish, and I definitely think Chris needs to take Richie on a whiskey distillery tour. Oh, I'm up, I'm up for that. Oh, would you actually drink more whiskey? Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah. You've got to remember, I'd eaten a lot before we had the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what stopped you drinking more whiskey. <laughs> no, my stomach wasn't in a good place. Right, fair. However, I'm still struggling to understand the hack element of Richie's plan. His argument was you can justify the time away to your partner slash family as the experience is less enjoyable than just staying in a nearby hotel so they'll be okay with it. But the cost of a trip far outweighed the cost of going to a nice hotel room in London for a night, so why would either party want to do it? Also, Chris, I think you're having a laugh expecting Richie to get his head around such a complicated game in such a short time to win the bottom bunk. And Richie, you just dropped in that you had an owl at your wedding without any explanation, as if it's a normal thing. <laughs> I want to address the second half of this message more than the first half. Go on. So, um, was that game complicated? I still couldn't tell you how to play it to this day. Well, Jules writes in. I have played Sleeping Queens with my children. Right. My six-year-old picked it up in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd had whiskey. Yeah. Chris has clearly played the game with his children. Richie, do you think your inability to keep up reflects badly on you? <laughs> um, yeah, it obviously does. Um, we we uh, we played two card-based um, parlour games. Do you want me to respond? Of... Do you want me to give the correspondence on the first of those as well? What top trumps? Yep, <laughs> I've I've had some myself. <laughs> One bloke said really enjoyed the season. Uh, top trumps episode was not a favourite. Uh, Ed, just listened to thirty minutes of top trumps on the Travel Hacker Pod. Quite <laughs> remarkable. Thrilled I haven't paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think both of us have received the Top Trump's feedback. It was a bad episode. It was a bad episode. Yeah, um, although it was really interesting that I think we both agreed that their cuteness ratings are wrong. I wonder if it would have been a better episode if we hadn't played it on the train. Because obviously there's elements... You think about the areas that we were recording in, okay? So part of the series, we were on trains. Part of the series, we're going around Glasgow and Edinburgh. Uh, part of the series, we're at Euston. Um, it's much like w- when David Attenborough is in the jungle uh, looking at a beetle fucking or something or other, he has to talk quietly because he doesn't want to put the beetle off. When he's somewhere else just doing a piece of camera, he can talk at a loud volume and that's easier to take in. I wonder if we played Top Trump somewhere where we could talk at a normal volume, whether it would have been a better episode. 
So as we're not going to interrupt the Beatles fucking. And in this case, the Beatles fucking were our other passengers. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, so you think the episode died on its ass because we played it in hushed tones, not because literally we set up the hack, got going, and then just completely abandoned any idea of the hack to play a game of cards. It could be argued that what you said right. is correct. And in fact, a third of the entire series was given away to card games. Once again, that is a fact. Yeah. How people then respond to that is down to them, not to us. And you couldn't pick up a game that Jules's six-year-old picked up in ten minutes. That is correct. And you had an owl at your wedding? That is correct, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The owl flew down the nave of the church uh, to deliver the rings. I remember. Yeah. It was quite something. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, I will say it was slightly gimmicky, but somehow worked. Thank you very much. I think the one thing that I would feed back to the owl people, not that this is what this moratorium is about, <laughs> is, is, is what's never made... What How is... many years have you been married for God's sake? <laughs> uh, seven or eight? It's one of the two. Seven or eight. <laughs> you were there. I know. It's on you as well. You should know what year it was. Um the feedback I would give is that there is an incentive for the owl to fly at the right moment of the service, and that incentive is a dead mouse. Yep. Um, but obviously, once it's flown and delivered the rings, mm -hmm. it wants to eat the dead mouse. So the service has to kind of go on hold for about 45 seconds. The vicar has the rings... The couple are waiting to be married. Everyone's waiting. But the service can't continue until the owl has chowed down on the remaining entrails of a mouse. And then it will fly back. So it's all paused while you're watching quite a grim act take place. Yeah. And uh, could you keep that out of your mind for the rest of the evening? Um, <laughs> it passed quickly, but it was... What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> Owl droppings. Right. I thought it was lovely. I thought it was an excellent day. Thank you. And um, I have fond memories of what, what I believe it's going to be uh, late April, your anniversary, just so as you know. Take St. George's Day. I, I don't know when that is. 23rd of April. Okay, that would make sense. That's about right. Hey, Siri, when's St. George's Day? St. George's Day is on Tuesday, the 23rd of April, 2024. Yeah, so that is my wedding anniversary. Yeah. Can't tell you with certainty off the top of my head what year it was. I did the London Marathon that year. No, I, I don't know. Maybe 2015. 2015? Was Mabel alive? Mabel was... Mabel was a... Don't know. Carry on. Mike writes... I still don't really understand the hack. I don't think you were with child. Was I not? No. I think I was. Could have been 2016. Could have been 2015. Carry on. Mike writes. I still don't remember the hack. Isn't a travel hack supposed to be either quicker or cheaper? Clearly, this was expensive and slow. <laughs> <laughs> cheaper would be coach and quicker would be plane. Can we just admit, this was a bit of a jolly for train enthusiast Richie. <laughs> I look forward to season seven when Richie hacks European travel by doing a two-week cruise around the Med. <laughs> um, 
two points he's made there. Mm. Um, the first one is this was a hack. This was a hack. Yep. Okay. The hack was. <laughs> I should have rehearsed this line coming in today. <laughs> this is if this was a government inquiry. This is the this is this the is bit it. that you're briefed on. Isn't Go back it? to the notes. What, what was that? Can we just take some time here? Nope. No. <laughs> the hack was to prove that travel just doesn't need to be travel. Travel can be rest, and that is what we did on the sleeper train from Glasgow down to London. Now, to be able to do that, we needed to be in Glasgow. And we weren't in Glasgow, we live in London. So that is why we had to catch the train from London. So the first half of the hack wasn't a hack. Not really. The first half of the hack was taking us to the hack. Correct. Which we just happened to record. Correct. And make half of the season. Because what we thought people would want to hear would be just you and I hanging out. But the hack was the second part of the series. The first part was ancillary. Right. I mean, that is the best explanation you've given so far, and it still makes no sense. Um, Chris writes, and I don't know what episode Chris is referring to here, uh, but I just like I like that when people describe the location they're in. As I sit waiting for my daughter's gymnastics to finish, the 19 minutes I spent listening to this feels like 19 minutes I will never get back. I've never commented on Twitter before, but I'm both awed by the front in serving this up and disappointed in myself for returning next week. <laughs> Which episode was that after? I'm guessing it was the Trumps. <laughs> but once again, the Top Trumps episode was part of the journey up to the hack. And I'm sorry that some people didn't have the foresight to see that's what was going on. So the killer episodes were towards the end of the season then, really? Correct, yes. The killer episodes to consider are the episodes from when we turned round and started heading south. So on that, Bob messaged twice, actually. Uh, Welcome back. We've missed you. Thank you. So far, we've learned that Chris is sporting dungarees and Richie reckons I look like Chris looks like a left-wing children's presenter. Correct. This is the type of edgy political stuff that we want. Uh, then we learnt about palm oil and the joy of sour sweets. Yep. yep. No wonder Chris felt a bit sleepy with this exciting insight. <laughs> I cite, tea has got caffeine in it, then exhausted the weather conversation cropped up. <laughs> but the coup de grace was the scratch card and the fantasy of 7,000. Will Berwick be lucky? Stay tuned, hack fans. <laughs> this was all during the journey up. Yep. I've dealt with that now. Yeah, okay. So then moved on. Because obviously the ha- the hack, as you say, comes yeah. later. So after episode four, um, still no uh, nearer to finding out what the hack actually is. If I could hazard a guess, it's a chance for two married dads to have 22 hours away from the wives and kids, eating sweets, a raft of lagers and stripping in front of each other. <laughs> Am I close? <laughs> very, very close. Yep. And then where we get to the nub of the hack. Okay. We never got another email. What do you mean? So that was the that were the only two messages we got. So we got commentary at the start. Yeah. We got commentary midway through. Yeah. Then we get to the actual hack. Yes. As you've described it. Yes. Yeah. No notes. That's, I guess that's because people were wowed. Probably those people that are tempted to engage with things in life have already done so, and I'm imagining they probably felt quite embarrassed, right. thinking that they'd already moaned during the earlier part of the season, mm. then heard what we actually did do, and were like. 
oh my God, why did I spunk out my rage earlier? What? I should have kept things calm. I understand what they did now. I feel a bit sheepish. Is it too late to recall recall my email? Probably not. So uh, for everyone who provided correspondence, or as Richie would call it, rage spunkers, uh, thank you for your messages. Yes. As you said earlier on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to end the messages with this one because I've got a few questions away from everyone else's correspondence to ask. From Zach. This is for the Travel Hacker Moratorium, if not too late. Ironically, I think Travel Hacker has lost its way. Six episodes from a train journey that had no hack. I'll never know. Evidenced by the episodes, this was just a top Trump's commentary. Back to proper hacks, please. (laughs) Wow. Hmm. Okay, that's... uh... It's not six countries in a day, Rich. No, it's not. That's brutal, isn't it? It's not the M25 in under two hours, Rich. Okay. At this juncture, I feel this is the time to take stock. An ad break. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes. Welcome back. Okay, it's, it's, it's always important, no matter who you are or what you are, whether you are a person or an organisation, to take on board feedback. Right. And we've done that. Are we a person or an organisation here? Because uh, we... I'm not taking any of this on. <laughs> this is not my hack. I'm a person and I've taken it on board. Uh, we are an organisation, yes. The Travel Hacker Corporation. Yes. Um, and I think some fair points have been made. Yes. I will carefully say this, and I want people to listen carefully. Yep. The season that we have been talking about in this moratorium may have been one of our seasons where we provided less travel solutions than other seasons. And I take that on board. Going forward, which is what travel is, this is my promise. Whatever our next hack is, will blow your minds. Shit. And I'll repeat that. Whatever your next, whatever our next hack is, will blow your minds. You finished. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. My... You just finished the email address. Why did you just say the email address? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't finish sentences with an email address. <laughs> yeah, because actually, why would people. <laughs> Why would people email me? Why would people email now? Because it's all finished. 
there's a va- <laughs> there's a valid reason. What? <laughs> Tell me you'd like to hack again. Would you like to hack again? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Chris, do we have money? Yes. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> do, do we have money to hack a game? Yes. And will you hack with me? <sighs> yes. So then they, then there is a reason for people to email. What, what, no, you didn't tell them what the reason was. You just uttered some bilge and instead of email address and stopped. <laughs> no, the reason I uttered the email address was to provide hope. Okay. <laughs> If the listener, if the listener knows they can feed back to us, they have hope for the they future. They know. They've told us what they think already. <laughs> oh dear. Are you inviting them to suggest new hacks? Yes. Right. What would you like us to do? Oh, fuck. I thought after that monologue, you had a hack in mind. No. Oh shit. I've got a hack in mind. Go on then. Uh, I liked. Doing six countries in a day. I like that. It's good. I liked just getting in the car, getting the mics rolling mm-hmm. with a clear goal. Yes. Clear target. We didn't really have a clear goal this time, did we? It was complete bilge. It was like, don't get me wrong, spending 22 hours with you, Rich, an absolute pleasure. It I, had its moments, didn't I, it? I always, always enjoy hanging out with you. Thank you. It was the worst hack yeah, it, it was. was worse than the time we sunk five minutes into a canoe journey. <laughs> and at least that only took that long. Yeah. We have done so many exciting things on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like I say, we have taken planes, trains, automobiles, automobiles. multiple countries, yeah. canoes. Yeah. We've, done, we've done a lot of uh, ferries. Yes. We've done, well, sort of ferry, what do you call well, it? The well, one well, on the Thames. Oh, the uh, Clipper. Uh, the Clipper. So we, the Clipper. The Clipper. <laughs> We've taken, we've done lots of really exciting things. I think on the hack, the bit that you enjoyed the most of this journey was pretending that you're annoyed, but secretly really enjoying the fact that you knew all the announcements on the train from Edinburgh to Glasgow. Yeah, it's all right. Um, we need a goal. Yes. We need a target. And you've got one in mind. I've got, I've got a broad area. I guess you can say the email address again if you like. It might be nice to get some feedback from them. Yeah. You and I have gone to see quite a bit of sport together over the years. Correct. I would love to do something where we visit sports stadiums in a in a day or in a weekend. Yeah. Can we, for example, visit, you know, 10 sports stadiums, 15 sports stadiums, every football stadium in London? Yeah. Can we do all 18 county cricket grounds in a, in a weekend? Can we make three professional sports matches in a day? Something something like that. The Premier League in a day. Okay, detail. Well, how, how, how can... That's not fair. How can you spout off... No, your... I mean, but what do you mean? Like, go to every ground in a day? Yeah. All right, okay. That's, that'll be... I... Yes, but I think, I think going to all 20 grounds in a day is not possible. Well, let me, let me just start this off then. Let me think about it. You'd start in Bournemouth, you'd drive to Brighton. That's two done in two hours. Okay? So you're already miles behind target if you've done two in two hours. No, because then okay, you, no, dri- you, then you drive that. up to London. Yeah. And, and London has got loads of teams. Yeah. You've got your West Ham, your Arsenal, your Tottenham, yeah. your Chelsea. Yeah. Brentford, Crystal Brentford, Palace. Brentford, Crystal Palace. 
You're ticking off six suddenly in about half an hour. No, no, that'll take three or four hours. No, it wouldn't. I, I think the Premier League clubs of London will take you three or four hours. Well, then that's still... So we've done six Premier League clubs in three or four hours. We did the two on the South Coast, so that's eight in six hours. Suddenly that doesn't sound so bad, does it? Eight in six. Right. And then you're shooting up the motorway to the likes of Birmingham to do Wolves and Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birmingham and, aren't in the Premier League. Yeah, but Aston Villa and Wolves are, and that's where Birmingham is. Right, okay, fair enough. Thank you. Um, so that's probably then ten in ten. Right. So we're halfway there. Yeah. Although if we if you started at six o'clock in the morning, for example, and then you've been travelling for ten hours, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And you've still got to do Liverpool, Manchester. Twenty and... in a weekend is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's throw this to the listeners. But what's the hack? I don't know. Like, like, could we do? Could the hack be the best way to approach every ground? Is the hack simply? Um, we, we it's a multiple hack. It is. So f- we we do the best journey from Brighton to Bournemouth, the best journey from Bournemouth to Crystal Palace, the best journey from. Mm-hmm. So we do multiple best ways into a ground. Yeah. Is it is the hack simply? It's really exciting to see. M- maybe we make it less arduous but more pleasurable. And do we do, almost like a walking tour? We say. Here are 10 great football stadiums in London, or here are in the South East, and here is our guide to each stadium and a review of it. So this is what we think of the high street at Leighton Orient and the best place you can get a pint and a pie, and then Brentford and QPR and so on. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think we like sport and we like a goal. Yes. That was just, that was my, that was my starter for 10. It's a serving suggestion. Uh, and that is the kind of thing that we're after at travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. That was entirely appropriate. Yeah. (laughs) So, have a little think. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. As we found out... You've said it too many times now. As we found out, there is a slush fund of money for us to still hack with. Do you want to find out how much we got? Yeah. We've got an appetite to hack. And obviously our idea for the last hack wasn't received... All right, Hank, don't. <laughs> no. You sound like Windsor Davis there. Your idea. Okay. You And, and you, 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 your aim was to make me feel rested, and I got a good night's sleep on that train. So There you go. I just want to give you the... Better care. than I did, in fairness. Yep, that's your problem. Oh, they've just sent a code to email fucking hell. Come on, Patreon. Right. We got about 40 quid ad rev come in last month. So that piles That's in. That's good. Um, right. Uh, okay. We have about we 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 have about seven hundred quid to spend. Seven hundred and forty. No, I factored that in. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Get us around, wouldn't it? Get us around. So there we go. Okay. Could we buy a second-hand car? Oh fucking no! What? I'll. You can use my car. We're not buying a car. I want to buy a car. Hey Siri, what oh. car could I buy for seven hundred pounds? A shit one. 
for what car could I buy for seven hundred pounds? Check it out. Right. Well, find cars for uh, for. It's, it's, it's come up with a page, cars for sale under £500 near you. A Honda Jazz, 500 quid. Nottingham, Hounslow, Cardiff. Well, there you go. So what's the hack? We buy a car with everyone's money. No, go back to your football. I, I'm just spitballing ideas at the moment, all right? A season ticket is probably around about 500 quid. Right. Okay, for a... You know, for for some shit teams. So if you bought a car for five hundred pounds, I know you'd still need to buy tickets to games, wouldn't you? Uh-huh. There's something in there. Okay, let's throw it out to the smart people. I don't think show. we've ever been as opaque with our listeners as letting them know what the budget is for the hack that we want to try and do. You don't mean opaque, do you? We've been clear with them. Yeah. Yeah. Not opaque. There's levels of opacity. Well, there, there is there is an, um, an er- element of almost transparency. Yes. If not translucence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, £700. Mm-hmm. We have an appetite to hack. Mm-hmm. We need ideas. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com for the final time. I'm done. Thank you. Ha, 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 ha.